Blog Talk Radio. There ain't nobody here but us chickens. Ain't nobody here at all. So quiet yourself. Stop all that fuss. There ain't nobody here but us. They kind of point that gun the other way. And hobble, hobble, hobble up and get the You are live in the coop with a Christian comedy chick. It's just me, Laura Mae Poré. Jessica is actually on her way to a field trip this morning with Sweet Abby. And this morning, I am doing a solo show. If you are feeling a little bit lonely, oh, I'm with you. So am I. It's not right to have her not here. But this morning, we really just wanted to take the opportunity to pray for whoever it is that might be listening and just needs to be reminded that they are not alone. You know, I went and did a ladies' banquet last night with some women in Peoria, Illinois, and it was such a fantastic time. And what I realized is that when ladies and guys get together, there's this amazing and incredible bond that we get when we're in groups of people because we feel more complete because our weaknesses are their strengths and their weaknesses are our strengths. And there's just this wonderful sense of community that we have when we're together and on a Sunday morning worship or on the baseball field or on a dance troupe or any of those times that you're in a group and everything's going great and you're all together. And then you have those moments of silence when you're on your own and when the crowd is gone and you just don't know where to turn, you don't know what to do because you just feel so alone. And if that is how you're feeling this morning, I want to tell you that I'm thankful to be here with you, that I consider it a privilege that God would bring us together. Normally, Jessica and I don't do shows uh, by ourselves. And so this morning, she said, you know what, go for it. And so I figured there must be somebody somewhere that needs to hear it. So I just want to remind you this morning of some fantastic promises from God's word, especially when it is that we feel alone, because Satan is right there every morning when we wake up, every night when we try to get that desperate sleep that we need. He's always there to make us feel like there is nobody who really cares. There's nobody who will really listen. And I want to remind you that the Bible says there is a friend that sticks closer than a brother, and that's Jesus Christ. And that's not to be not to make it easier than it is. It's not to throw some cheap answer, you know, some generic thing that's going to cover all sins and cover all problems. I'm telling you guys, the creator of the universe is willing to be your friend and wants to. That is not a fix-all. That is a glorious gift. And part of the ways that he wants to take care of us, if you don't know how God wants to interact in your life, Go to Psalm 23 because it's such a cool of us being nothing. You know what? I will speak for myself. It's me being nothing but a smelly, stupid sheep in my life sometimes. I feel like, thank goodness there's a pen or else I'd have thrown myself over the cliff so many times. I don't know where I'm going, don't know right from left, don't know sometimes where the next meal's coming from. Okay, so the Bible calls us sheep. Of God, but the good thing is He is our shepherd, and He cares so much. 
Psalm 23 is something that is so often quoted, but how many of us can actually say that chapter and don't realize fully in our hearts what it means? The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me besides quiet waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You have anointed my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and loving kindness will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. The Bible says that, when a shepherd cares about a sheep, even if 99 are in the pen and there is one outside the fence, that he will leave the 99 and go and search for the one. So maybe you feel like you're one of the 99 who's still in the pen and you're doing fantastic. Maybe, though, you feel like you're the one who is outside of the pen, who has gotten so far off of the path that even God couldn't find you out there. But I want to promise you that he knows exactly where you are. He knows the number of hairs on your head. He knows the thoughts that you're thinking right now, and he knows how badly he longs for you to come back to the fold. So if that can encourage you that you are never too far gone from God's will or God's path for you, you absolutely aren't. And, you know, even if you're in the pen, man, we can be hanging out, like, at the edges, right? Like, as far away from everybody as possible. Or... We can cling to the shepherd, and when he comes in, we can run to him and get that comfort and that security that he intends for us to have. That is a gift that he freely offers us, and he doesn't ask anything in return. I I mean, he does. He asks obedience, and he asks submission, but compared to the phenomenal gifts that he has in store, we would be crazy not to. So... Where are you right now? I guess is the question. We want to talk about praying, but you know the Bible says draw near to God and he will draw near to you. He is always waiting. The story of the prodigal son tells us that the father had his arms outstretched and he was waiting for his son to come home, gladly anticipating his return. And I can promise you that no matter what you've done, God is anxiously awaiting your return. And if you feel like you're close to him, Pull in a little more. There is never, I am convinced that we are never as close to God as we could be because we are going to realize a relationship in heaven that is out of this world. So even if you are doing the Christian walk, what else? Ask God today, what, Lord, do you need me to do to pull even closer to you? And that's, I know that's my prayer today. I was so blessed to go hang out with a bunch of ladies last night and I'm still humbled that God would use me and would you just use Jessica to go and encourage other women in our vast imperfections. He still allows us to be an encouragement to them. But still, I want to know what else am I missing because I want everything from Christ. I want everything from this Christian walk that I'm supposed to have because Psalm 23 makes it sound like it could be a very sweet place to be right next to Jesus, and that is exactly where I want to go. You know what, if you don't know how to pray, you say, I don't even know what to say, what I love 
is that Jesus said, hey, you know what? Why don't you pray this way? Matthew 6, 9 through 13 in the New American Standard Version says, and these are the words of Jesus. He says, pray then this way. Our Father who is in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we have also forgiven our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. So why why could that prayer be our only prayer? Well, first of all, number one, our Father who is in heaven, hallowed be thy name. We have to acknowledge daily. I had a lady last night tell me, you know, when I wake up, sometimes I just can't get out of bed. I just, I don't know what it is, but I just can't get myself out of bed. You know what? Acknowledgement number one of morning prayer is, Father, hallowed be your name. Holy, magnificent, and awesome is our God. If we can wake up with that and really, really feel awesome is our God, right, then we're on to verse 10. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. How many days life does not go the way that I planned it. But if in the morning I dedicate my prayer, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth just like it is in heaven. Then I've already achieved victory for today because I'm praying that God's best be done. And I am trusting that that magnificent and mighty and eternal God who I've just acknowledged in verse 9, if he is who he says he is, then verse 10, he does have a plan, and his kingdom is coming, and his will is going to be done. Verse 11, give us this day our daily bread. Oh, my gracious. You don't know how many times I've prayed going into the grocery store. Lord, please let there be some good sales of the 99-cent cart. Lord, let it be full. And do you know that some days he does it, and it overwhelms me. And other days the cart is empty. And sometimes I walk out, and I am tempted to say, Lord, I had asked you for food and it wasn't there. You know, it, what a petty prayer of mine, because then I get home, my pantry is full, and God gently reminds my heart, Laura, <laughs> you didn't need those things. You already have things at home. I'm helping you keep your pantry organized because you have a lot of things you still need to use. So give us this day our daily bread. God's not worried about our food for next week. He's got that covered. He wants us to trust him daily. And you know what? Then tomorrow morning, he wants me to trust him for that day. And the next day, for that day. So I'm waking up this morning saying, mighty, awesome God, who has a plan for today, I know that that includes the fact that you are going to take care of me. Verse 12, forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. So verse 12 God is so ready to forgive you, and the only thing he asks in return is that you also forgive others. In case you've ever offered forgiveness, you absolutely know that forgiveness sets you free. It doesn't set the person who accused you or the person who persecuted you free. They are still under God's judgment. Hallelujah. Okay? So rejoice in the fact that God says, vengeance is mine, I will repay. But when you forgive, it takes the burden off of you. So when God says, hey, this is how I want you to pray, it's because he says, I need you to remember that I'm a mighty, awesome God who cares so much about your daily needs and who does not want you to live with the anxiety and the stress of unforgiveness because he knows it was we were never meant to bear that. 
So then verse 12, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. God has said that whenever there is a temptation, he will provide a way of escape. He will give grace new every day. His mercies are new each morning. And he will give us the strength to get through that day in his will. We just have to ask him for that and pray for wisdom, knowing the way out. And then that last part of verse 13, verse 13 I'm sorry, is for yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. So reminder, you know, the first, verse 9 and 10, we were talking about this mighty God who owns this fantastic kingdom. And then when we close our prayer, we're also supposed to remember, for yours is the kingdom. Yours is the power. Yours is the glory forever. So yes, God wants us to focus on our daily needs. And yes, he wants us to trust him one day at a time. But he also wants to remind us that we're not just taken care of for today. He's like, hey, for eternity, I've got it covered. And if you can remember that prayer, and you can pray this to me every day, what might and strength there is in acknowledging who our God is and acknowledging who we are in him, that we are sheep cared desperately by our shepherd. Today's show was supposed to be on prayer, and I thought maybe I'll just pray for you guys. But, you know, sometimes we don't know how to pray. And if you don't know, then go to Matthew 6 and just read those words once, read ten times, however it is that you want to do that. But I would ask that God use the show to encourage your heart this morning and that you would be reminded that you are not alone. The Bible says that God makes, that Jesus makes intercession on our behalf. Jesus prays for us to the Father. The Christian comic chicks are praying for you. We'd love to have your prayer requests sent in just so that we can help pray with you and rejoice with you when God answers those prayers. So I want you to be encouraged this morning that if you are listening, you are not alone. It's you and me this morning and maybe nobody else. But, you know, sometimes all our hearts need is to know that there's one other person there. So I love you, and I'm so thankful that God let us have this time this morning. And just thankful for his plan, his mighty, mighty plan. And I thank him that our story is not over. Um, the best chapter comes at the end when we all win. I promise you. So may God bless each one of you today. I hope you have a fantastic day. And if you want someone to pray with you, message us. It's ChristianComedyChicks.com or on Facebook, backslash ChristianComedyChicks. We would love to talk with you. So until next week, may God bless. And may you have a fantastic day. And don't forget to start this day. Heavenly Father, I want to thank you for being with us and for teaching us how to pray. We love you. There ain't nobody here but us chickens. Ain't nobody here at all. So quiet yourself. Stop all that fuss. There ain't nobody here but us. They kindly point that gun the other